because I, I, I'll tend to start looking at myself a little bit like, how do I look? My hair's it really isn't about seeing us. The reason, here's the, reason, the thing that I've kind of figured out. I hope it's not about seeing yeah, us. It has nothing to do with seeing us. But the thing is, video has more applications than podcasts, right? Exactly. So you yeah. can do, put videos on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all these things. I'll, I'll do an intro. Welcome to The Other 167. This is The Other 167 today. Yeah. I'm coming in with cold coffee on two wheels. You're coming in on two wheels. I just, so. uh, yeah, I just came in from chapel with a bunch of two or three-year-olds. So uh, And then had to look at a personnel thing. So I, I have. I'm flying in. And I'm not. This is my last. This is, I want to get into some stuff because it's been what, two, three <laughs> weeks. It's been a long time, brother. I've been missing. We're, we've gone so long this time. I, I, we can just start over. There's no reason to be bothered with all my notes now. I haven't seen any. Um, but it's been a, a really cool break. I had a, a great time. I got to do something. I don't know if I've ever done this. I thought about this this morning. I got to spend New Year's with mom and dad. Okay. I don't know if I've ever spent New Year's with mom and dad. Mom and dad got divorced when I was three and married when I was 15. Right. So I was thinking about it. We, we went up, me and the kids hung out with them New Year's Eve. And I thought, I haven't done that since high school. And I thought, no, I wouldn't have hung out with them in high school. I, I don't you know where I was. since You were three. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably three. That's probably three years old. So I spent, spent it with both That so is cool, man. That was pretty cool. So it was uh, a nice break, but we said that we weren't very tech savvy. I got to tell you something. Oh, you're pretty good at it. No, I'm not. <laughs> Hold that thought. So I'm on Facebook a couple of days ago. And I'm, it's been bugging me a little bit. Every time I, get, I don't get on Facebook very much. But right. Dude, the pictures were from like eight years ago. Old, right. Old Here's your memories. Yeah. So I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I really ought to at least update that. I mean, I'm not on there much, but that's that's 10 no. years ago. I mean, that's, that's yeah. ridiculous. My last post was my birthday, or not my birthday. Oh, I was thanking people for my birthday wishes. Mm -hmm. I look back. It was the net, I thank people for my birthday wishes. That was, that was that's every post. That's me. Or yeah. I might post happy birthday to my wife. Yeah. Two posts a year. That's it. Well, that's <laughs> usually been my cadence for about the last five years. Right? I haven't posted a whole lot. Yeah. Um, Really, after COVID, I st I couldn't deal with that. I couldn't yeah, look. It was too I much nonsense. Yeah. People going back and forth, and I just got to a place where I was like, "Look, I'm not that important. People want to know what I'm eating for supper." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, and I and I, I looked at my stuff. I was I was so busy about look at my kids. Oh, yeah, here's yeah, she yeah. doing. Here's and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna be proud of my kids and not have to post it. Well, I'm proud of the That's kids, and I, and I did like that. You know, when I was posting pictures of the kids a lot, it was nice to have a place to go back and see your memories in the comments. <laughs> and then, and let people, hey, yeah, I, and I like that, but yeah. it just became so much that, oh, okay, that they are, uh, they won the national or they won the child of the class of the year month, and I'm like, all right, that's not a. If you're trying to work on pride and humility, social media is a tough place. place to go. Yeah, I had you know? a best friend who used to call it brag book. Yeah, because <laughs> that's all people want to do is brag about what I've done, how good I am, or what I've done. And, right. so I, and that stuck with me. I was like, you know what? I, I'm good. I don't have to put all my stuff out there. So I finally decided to go update my photo on there, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna update my photo, cover photo, and my profile picture, and all this, and I did it, and then I went back about whatever I was doing. And I go back later, and I got on Facebook or something. I had like twenty-seven notifications, and I said, well, <laughs> "I saw what you." What I got notifications for? Yeah. Like, so I go back and look, and it's—I knew that this could happen. That you, when you posted your picture, that it could make it as a post, so everybody sees it. Right. But I thought that you had to check a box or do something to make it do that, and I didn't see any boxes, so I assumed it didn't do that. So I was like, "All right, well, it's not the end of the world." But let me go to my profile, see if I can just delete it from my profile. Because right. I don't; those are stupid. I updated my profile picture. Y'all don't care about that. Like that is not something that's world news. I don't. I mean, I appreciate the comments. We need it. I want to see it. But I mean, looking good. But I go to my profile to delete it, 
And I had also, when I posted the other 167, one through five episode on Instagram, I accidentally right. hit the button and shared that to my profile too. <laughs> I saw so, that. Okay. Oh, so, and that's cool. And I'll start doing that. But if you go to my Facebook right now, I think it's really important to know that while I'm trying to do all this digital wizardry and stuff like that, the last three posts in my Facebook feed right now, I didn't mean to it do was it. Yeah, there you go. So I didn't mean to do That's why I had to stay out. Because I know so, I'm going to post something. What the world am I doing here? Yeah. So, um, wow. But I really enjoyed listening back um, mm-hmm. to the, the first. So I've listened back to one through seven. Yeah. I've edited those down roundabout way how I ended up doing that, but I've got one through five has been posted as a, a recap episode, but I got to tell you, I enjoyed going back and listening through it all. And I really loved, I enjoy our conversations. Sure. So this is, they're the coolest conversations. I had so much fun with them, but it was also kind of cool to get down to, okay, aside from us joking about our technology woes and all that kind of stuff, when you really get to the meat of what was the theme, there were things that I noticed as themes that I hadn't recognized as themes all along, you know, and, and maybe you did. I don't, I don't ever know how much you no, know where we're no, going. I just, I, well, I think it's one of just staying and you know, listening and thinking about, okay, Lord. And, and oftentimes as a pastor, when you're, when you talk with folks, you you want to hear, all right, what is it that, that the Lord keeps bringing up in their life? Whether it's, uh, maybe it's an obedience issue, maybe it's faith, maybe it's dealing with pride or maybe it's some, and, and that's what you're listening for. And you just, okay, Lord, if you're going that track, then Lord help me to recall some verses or things that deal with that. So I think it's just, that's, that's the Lord. And, uh, you know, as we go, we don't come in here with a script, even though I got my Bible, I got notes. This is my, what I was going to say in chapel, uh, with my two year olds. Mm -hmm. And so we don't come in here with a script. You write down some notes of, Hey, I want to ask him about X. This is straight from the hip. So I always take this as, okay, Lord, wherever you want to take it. And I think he does. I mean, it, there are some things that I sure wasn't thinking about talking about that today. Yeah, and, and there's been a lot of those where there's been something that we haven't planned on talking about, and we talk about it. And there have been times that that's been really cool in that moment. I heard something cool from it. But there's been a lot from listening back to it that you've said or even things that I've said that I've heard and I've that's thought, right. hmm, that seemed to me like that's something we just started talking about three weeks ago. But no, that was the first episode. Um, legalism versus relationship. Right. That's been that seems like a newer thing to me that right. just because we had an episode named after that. I felt like we that's did. where it started. But no, about 10 minutes or something into the very first episode, you bring that up. And, and yeah, because that's we, we all battle against that. Yeah. And it, this was the coolest thing. So sometime during this break, and I don't know, you know, exactly, it's a long thing to try to describe, but I started to see a little bit more clarity on a lot of things. I think um, the analogy I thought of a lot, you. You use the radio waves analogy, and right. that's a, it's a, a really good way to describe it. And there's something maybe for the younger folks, especially if you are used to it, you can just punch in 101.9. Right. But what you're referring to is probably more the old school radio dial. You had to dial that. Thing. You got to tune it in. Yeah, they have no clue about that. Yeah. So if you're trying to dial in the 101.9 or 88.9 on the old school you know, television knobs, see, this is why we video. You can do this and describe that. Um, on those things, you could, if you're at 84, or 88, if you're trying to get to 88.9 and you're at 97.3, you can't hear anything but static. Like, you're not going to hear anything close. But when you get close, you could hear some words, and that can be a dangerous spot because you might think you heard it and miss a really important it, word. It might be the Hispanic channel. Yeah, you could hear, yeah, that's right. It could be the Hispanic channel blending in. 
and you can hear something that it may, you may hear everything else crystal clear except that one word from God. It was God's voice. Right. But if that one word was don't, it's <laughs> yeah. a game changer. <laughs> you know, so it's... And the thing of it is, is right now in this room, there are radio waves right around us. Yeah. 89.3 is in here somewhere mm -hmm. through the air that if I had a frequency I could dial in, yeah, I got it. It's so, there. Yeah, it's there. So God, God, I like to think of that as you know, God, God's speaking and he wants to speak to his people. We just got to be in the place to hear. So I felt like, and this is a very broad statement that talks about, about my whole life. Right. If you think back to maybe, it's probably about October. That's probably why I quit at episode seven. Because I, <laughs> I kind of know what comes, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That wasn't exactly my, my brightest shining moments. So I've been holding off at episode seven for a while. Um, when we get to around like, you know, episode seven, eight, nine, somewhere in that ballpark, there's a place where you talked about, or I talked about having, um, Knowing what I wanted to do and having time to do it. Right. Talk about that being a place of peace. That was true then. It's just way more true now. Right. Okay. So as you zero in more on those waves, and I mm -hmm. also thought about it as like a, if you're looking for a diamond on a football field, you get close to it, you'll see the glare. Right. You get five yards away, it might look like a nickel, it might look like whatever. The closer you get, the more clearly you can see what, what it is you're, you're That's right. there. So maybe in October I could see it, and it was God's will, and, and now it's, oh, um, it's, a little bit more clear focus. Um, and a lot of that's with the show and, and going back and hearing things from the show. And it's like, oh, there's a very clear theme in this. And that legalism versus relationship, I wanted to really talk a little more about that. Okay. Maybe not just today, but I think it's a really, really important thing. Because when we first started this, I, I would say if you just put it on a, uh, wrote them down and said, which of these do you think is your view of God? Definitely relationship over legalism. I've never right. been a legalism guy. Right. But... I didn't really grasp what that was about probably at the beginning of this. And now we've kind of slowly got to this point where I'm like, whoa, yeah. oh, now I, now I get the legalism relationship. And, and even our relationship, we, we can make it into a, a legalistic thing. Mm -hmm. we, we, can make, we can make following Christ about a bunch of rules mm -hmm. without it being called legalism, without us thinking we're legalists. But, okay, I got to go do this. I got to go do this. I got to go to church. I got to... Versus, no, there, there's a difference between I got to and I get to. Mm -hmm. And then there's also a difference between, because I'm really struggling with this, because Sunday, uh, the text we're going to be preaching from is Luke chapter 2, uh, when Mary and Joseph lose uh, Jesus for, <laughs> for three days or five days, depending on how you read the text, and I'll explain that Sunday, but they lose the boy, and he's in the temple. And I love what he says. I must be about my father's business, or I must be in my father's house. Whoa, well, that's a must be. Doesn't that sound like a, that, that almost sounds like legalism to me. But it almost is, okay, I've given myself to be about the father's business. And there's a difference between, okay, this is a must that I know I'm going to be about my father's business. That's a big overarching Mm -hmm. versus the little details is what we like to put in there of, well, I've got to do this, and I've got to read. If I read 15 verses a day, God will be happy with me. And I think that's the other thing is there's nothing wrong with I, I've got to or I must you know, do my daily devotions, read, search the scriptures. It's the what we add to it in order that God will accept me mm -hmm. or so that God will love me or God's going to bless me if I do. No, God loves you, and God's blessing you, and God cares for you. Whether you do this or not, you want to do it because you love him, not because, well, I'm, I want him to bless me. Well, he's already done that, and yeah. he's doing that. You've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies, uh, Ephesians 1, 3 through 6. Yeah. It was, um, when you, there were just so many places I could go with that, but 
starting probably with, at some point I talked about how I kind of saw God as a, like a strict older brother kind of thing. Um, I've really gotten to see the the loving father lately. Yeah, and I think that, caring. Yeah. And I think it was a big, a big thinking on that. It probably goes back to that one episode we kind of talked about this a little bit, me seeing God's perspective. I think that when we focus so much on we need to seek God, we need to look right. look for God, look for God, look it's us looking for him. That's an important part of it, without a doubt. But I think there's something that we don't think about enough is turning that back around and trying to see ourselves from God's perspective and to see situations from his perspective, see things through his eyes. I agree. Because... <laughs> I hate to use this term, but I only hate to use this term because of how much it gets thrown around in society. But if you want to love yourself, there's no better way to do it than to try to turn things around. You can't really. I hate self love, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be all <laughs> yeah, self love stuff. You. But if you're looking for a friend who's never going to let you down, right? Who's always going to be there, and never mess up, and never drop the ball, and never do whatever. You cannot find that here, right? Especially in yourself. All right. I get you. I get you. But you flip it around and see things from his perspective, and all of a sudden you see all kinds of love, and yeah. you see love for yourself and other people, yeah. and that's a, that's been an interesting thing for me to grasp. But then what it's led to has been really cool too, and uh, just being able to see how it changes the way you you see situations and how and what you think is important, yeah. really. And, and I do. I think you're right. I think that's something, and I think this is important because I, you can you would not believe the number of people that I, I counsel time in and time out that deal with self-image, self-worth, self, you know, and they'll see themselves as, you know, and, and, and in a way there is that kind of, you know, we, we looked at it Sunday in uh, Luke chapter seven. Now uh, the centurion said, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. I'm not even worthy of Jesus to come to you. And, and there has to be that little bit of that humility. But here's the thing. We get our self-worth, our self-image and our self-love from who we are in Christ. Not from who we are. Mm-hmm. Who who I am is terrible. And who I am is going to give me nothing. But who I am in Christ, I'm loved, I'm accepted, I'm adopted, I'm redeemed. I mean, I could go on and on about who I am in Christ. And when I know who I am in Christ, there's a, I don't want to say a confidence, but there is a confidence. Mm-hmm. And there is a faith and there is an assurance that says, no, he's got me. Mm-hmm. And there's a confidence in knowing that no matter what you're in, whether it's uh, somebody's said something about you or somebody's putting you down. No, I know who Christ, I know what I, I can walk in my righteousness or walk in his righteousness, knowing that, no, I, I know who I am in Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes back to, and I know, I, as I listen back to some of the things, I know you and I've talked a lot about the, the spiritual battle, spiritual mm-hmm. warfare, spiritual. And I think that's why one of the things that's important is, and this morning I was uh, just looking through the scriptures and a passage came out, 2 Corinthians 10, 3. And I think I've mentioned this on the show, but I may not have. But it is, uh, we got to take every thought captive to Christ. All right, that's what it says. It says, we, it talks about spiritual war. I would say right, that's one of those that'll make sense to me by about April. Yeah. Because that's what there I find. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you said the first four or five episodes. I'm like, sounds good. Yeah. No idea what that means. So I'm going to say, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll just read it real quick. It says, uh, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. And we'll talk about that. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And listen, and we're taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Here's what that means. Next time uh, the enemy wants to whisper something in your ear, basically saying, you're no good. 
God doesn't love you. Where's God? If God really cared for you, you wouldn't be going through this right now. Or, uh, you know, yeah, you see how sorry you are. If you if you were in account, you wouldn't be doing this. Then you need to take that thought, which is a lie, because he's the father of lies. You need to think, take that thought captive to Christ. Think about what it means to be captive, locked up. It is sealed. It, it it is secured. And so I take that thought and I take it to the to God's word and I say, okay, when the enemy says you're no count, wait a minute. I'm a co-heir with Christ. Uh, when the enemy says, well, if you if you were in account, uh, God's no God's not going to forgive you for that. God doesn't love you when you do that. Well, no. If I confess my sins, He is faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Well, God God don't care for you. No, God demonstrated His great love for me that while I was a sinner, Christ died for me. I take that captive. In other words, I take that lie and I bring it to the truth and I say, no, I'm going to set my mind and I'm going to lock. My mind. If you think about captive, I'm gonna lock my mind on the truth, and not not let the the lies of the enemy, and not let that crazy stuff get in there. So now, when I look at self image and I look at self worth, no, okay, I know in my own flesh, Ben Pierce, yeah, I don't, but I don't battle according to the flesh. I battle according to the spirit, and my spirit's a new creation in Christ. And so, when I know I'm a new creation, and I know I can walk in Him. You know, I don't, I don't, yeah, that, that's where, again, peace, hope, uh, all that, that, that humble confidence we talked about, yeah, it comes from him. Yeah, and I think um, there were, in, I'm trying to think which of these two things I want to tackle first, because they both kind of somewhat tie back. I think that it's funny, what you're talking about right now reminds me an awful lot of a thought that I had this morning that I'm still, it's, so it's, it's like, this is kind of like a fresh thing, it needs to marinate a little bit more, but it's kind of ironic, it's a lot like what. It sounds like it's tied to what you're saying a little bit. Right. Let me start with this, though. The legalism versus relationship thing, okay. I think, will bring me back to that okay. pretty quickly. I got you. So there are very few rules that we can say are universal and we'll, we'll, we'll never know there's some. I'm not, there's, yeah, there's I'm, commandments. I'm trying to say, well, I'm, I mean, there's over 600 in the Old Testament. That's right. where the Jews kept, fell into, you got to do all these things. Right. Okay. Okay. You're, so, but you're right. Universal. Yeah. So if we if we talked to I think there's some so there's an element of is this the chicken or the egg kind of thing in our show we seem to say a lot but I, it's um if you make your walk with God about following the set of rules that He wants you to follow it's going to be actually impossible what I was thinking about for there are going to be times very simple examples where. You and you, God will tell me to do one thing and you to do something else. Okay. And, and it could be as simple as go to this church and he's telling you don't go to that church. Right. It's just too kind. If I do what he told you to do, I'm disobeying. Right. If you do what I do. So him. if we say, okay, I think this is a fair thing to say. If we wanted the sim a very simple definition of sin is disobeying God. Okay. Is that yeah, a fair? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So if, I think that's great. Okay. So if disobeying God is the definition of sin and God may tell you to do one thing and me to do the opposite, then that means that we can't go by the same rules. Now there's some staples. Don't right. kill anybody. Yeah, yeah. That one's a pretty good commandments to work for yeah. across the board. Uh, love. Yeah. Yeah. The 10 commandments are staples. Yeah. yeah those, those, work. those, those work across the board. Um, love your neighbor, treat yeah. others as you want to be treated. Love God, seek God's righteousness. All these, these right. are staples. If in your, but within your relationship with God, your obedience, I can't. Def I can't tell you what to do. Right. 99.999% of situations, I can't tell you exactly what to do. Right. That's between you and God. The relationship trumps the rules because you can't write rules that'll mm -hmm. fit to that. Right. So I said I would get that back to what you were saying earlier. 
But I do think, like, when, I, when I'm thinking about trying to seek God, I mean, I've tried to, I have to take things, like, so literal. So when you say God's a loving father, I right. then I'm going to start treating him like my kids treat me. The other day, <laughs> yeah, I'm riding please. back from Charlotte, and, got, and, and Gabe <laughs> randomly, like, we're just riding along, he had spoken in 30 minutes, and he goes, I love you, Dad. Mm-hmm. I was like, love you too, buddy. And that, he does it all the time. And I just thought, love you, Dad. Yeah. Like, you know what, maybe I should do that more often. Yeah, so it's just little things yeah. like that. Um, I've tried to do it with work. I treat when it's work, he's boss. You know, I call him boss. <laughs> we do your work as into the Lord. That's right. Just and when when I had yesterday, I was talking to somebody and I almost said something. I was like, you know, I, I, I better talk to him about that first. I try to do, but the more you do that, and you start to develop that relationship. The rules are custom to you. Is it's whatever he tells you to do is the rule. Well, and I think I think therein lies too as you as you grow in Christ. Uh, it, 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 it doesn't necessarily become about the rules as much as it is it becomes about the character mm-hmm. and Galatians 5 being the fruit of the Spirit so that as I walk with the Lord and as, as I grow in the Lord that fruit is singular that all nine characteristics are going to be in our life so now rather than so I'm operating love, joy, peace, patience kindness, goodness and, and so now I'm operating in character not just okay everybody says I got to do X and you know the thing of it is, we can even in our obedience from time to time, if we make it about okay this specific act, even in our obedience, we can have a wrong attitude. Yeah, and you had mentioned at some point. See, these are the things that where you've taken it to a different level on me, right? Like I thought it's this. <laughs> no, seriously. Like I thought it's this, and then even you even challenged me, like on when you said. Um, I said something about a checklist or putting something on your phone. One time I put something on my phone. I put a reminder on my phone. And when I put it on there, God said, if you got to put a reminder, I'm not that important. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but it was right after you had said, you know, you make your own rules. Even having a checklist every day is kind of like you're turning it into your own legalism. It, I would have never thought of that. It can. can. But it, it doesn't have to, but it can. And I mm-hmm. think that's where you always have to go back to. It's always about the heart. And it's always about the character. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know we'll forget one of my favorite little stories is, uh, uh, you know, little little Johnny can't sit still in church, you know, and everything else. And uh, and he's standing, st- standing up, standing up, standing up. Mama finally kind of jerks him out him and says, you're going to sit down. And he looks at her and he says, well, I'm standing up on the inside. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's sometimes we have to look and say, all right, Lord, I'm obeying. But am I standing up on the inside? It's yes. my heart. You know, and I think that's where... Oftentimes, we just—that's where we really have to look at it. It goes back to a matter of the heart. Is my heart uh, doing this not out of so people can see me, not not so people can applaud me, or I'm earning something or getting merit? No, I want it to be from a heart that really cares and loves the Lord. And this is uh, going back to something that you said in one of the episodes. It was a pretty major topic of one of the shows. Um, of when you're saying. What is my motivation for doing this? Right. And and it, that's that's a. I, I think if I'm asking myself that question, I'm not focused on God. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're focusing on God, you're not thinking about yourself. That's what I was gonna say. Right. Like you said in that sermon, if humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's not thinking about yourself at all. Yeah. Um. I think it's if you're sitting around thinking about, well, is. Am I doing this for the right reason? Is anybody, what's somebody going to think of this? What's somebody going to think? Then you ain't thinking about God. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and to me, that that is where, I think that's where that personal relationship goes of abiding with the Lord and hearing from him. That I don't have to sit around and think about it. I, I, I'm going to tell you, the Holy Spirit does a good job of letting me know 
all right, man, you, you need to check your heart on this one. You, you may be doing these things, but you need to check your heart. You need to check your attitude on why are you doing this. It, it doesn't have to be me saying, uh, no, the Holy Spirit does a great self-diagnosis or a, a, a time when he'll send in and say, uh, you know, warning light on your on your dashboard. And say, this, this you might <coughs> want to check this. And so that's, that's, and I think that's where it comes by walking in the Spirit, being filled with the Spirit. That's really, all these things we're talking about, they're really the same thing. Well, humility was such a big topic for us for several shows, and it it, it came up, and it, heck, it might have come up in every show, I don't know, but I think it probably will. But, it, 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 yeah, I think that's a good reason. There's a good reason for that, because humility is the greatest gift God can give you. I mean, if you can find that humility, that's where your peace is. Yeah. There, I don't think there's a way to find peace without without humility like they, they yeah. there's got to be like a one-to-one correlation between those two. and when you look at when you look at the life of christ if we are as in our spiritual maturity going to become like christ then i don't know of anybody more humble than, yeah. than he was and if that's the way we're to be then yeah we need to be growing in that humility so you're right it's i think it's probably just as in faith is i think you without faith it's impossible to please god but even even if you think about it faith requires a humility if you stop oh, thinking yeah. about it, because I got to get to a place to where I realize, no, I'm trusting God for everything. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. And that that's the truth that we have to realize is I can't. And it's that one word right there, everything is the thing. It's not 99%. It's not everything, but that one thing. It's every single last thing. That's the hardest part of it. Um, but it's also, that's what you have to, it, but the thing is, once you give up that last 10th of percent and it's all his, then you have, your worries go with it. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's the, the things we hold on to that, that drive us most crazy. We talked about spiritual battle. There is something that was kind of interesting that I have sort of noticed over the last little bit. And it's also tied to those warnings. I mean, you said on one, let me say this first. This right. is what I was trying to say. Um, on one show, you said you want God to break your heart, make it when you, when you, uh, you know, and, and you asked that, you know, pray, I think you, what you said, you know, break my heart. I, that's something that I get that like 10, 12 times a day because I am so bad at it. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's such a, it, a weakness. But when I was listening back to those first five shows, it was like nails on the chalkboard every time I opened my mouth. Right. Because I'm like, mm, oh my gosh, why did, oh really? Wow. So it's, but it's also a blessing to right. look back at, at seeing, it's, it's what you said about that growth, but it's also it's not your growth. It's it's looking back and saying, "Wow, that's how much different he and, is." And look what the Lord's doing. And and also understanding how much work have we got to go? Yeah, you know, if, if if we've seen this much already, yeah. oh my gosh, there's got to be a whole lot more behind this. And um, but there was something else from that spiritual battle show. I want to circle back to that because mm -hmm. there was some stuff that I said on that that I, I I'll change now. When you talked about the warning signs, mm -hmm. I, I misunderstood and not misunderstood you. It, it just in my mind, I was thinking about a different thing. Okay. But I even said on that, that we could, you want to fast forward six months, I might have a different answer about right. it. Right. So. Oh, yeah. I remember that conversation. Yeah. Quite vividly. Yes. Yeah. So, really, really interesting thing that I've noticed here very recently. Part of, you know, with the YouTube stuff and me doing that a little bit, I started to notice something. YouTube was something that I kept getting, it kept getting brought up a lot, but I thought it was just me. Like, right. I'm seeing all these people getting rich off YouTube and I'm a money guy. I'm like, how are you doing this? <laughs> I mean, yeah. as I said on my videos, they're getting rich all the dancing cats doing cartwheels. I don't understand how this happened. But I kind of learned all that a little bit. And then I, I get into this podcast and stuff and doing whatever. Well, not too long ago, I remember I started thinking back to, or I kind of looked at where I'm at. I'm like, well, this is like the exact same plan that I sort of had, but it's just a better version of it. It makes right. more sense now. 
when was the last time I had this, and where was it with God at that point? And is this one of those times where I'm checking back to where God was? And I kind of remembered it, and this was basically right before I just hit the red button of life and just said, let's just destroy the whole thing and build it back. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's what was going on at that time? God was very, I remember being very clearly tugged to do the YouTube, YouTube stuff at that point. Right. To the point that I'm like, I'll get to it in a minute. But I was distracted. I had, you know what the distraction was, and I'm going to tell about it here. A lot of people know what it is. But I look back at it, and then I also fast forward to maybe four, five, six months later when I was so mad. And you know what? This is one of those things I wouldn't have said six months ago. I'll tell you, I was mad at God. Me and God were fighting. And uh, and that's not something you want to admit. But it's an emotion of a relationship, isn't it? I mean, you're you're going to have that now. You need to always remember in the argument, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, you can just go ahead and accept it. Yeah, it's better just go ahead and admit it. But now I look at it and it's like, no, that fight was real and he wasn't gone. Like those dark ages, I, I took my mom and I said, I just call it the dark age. That five years, it wasn't that he wasn't there. He was there the whole time. And it's just that he was mad at me and he had a right to be mad. We were, but I look at seeing now what he had in mind, it's like, oh, I. For my life, period. Not right. just for a job or a this or whatever. Just looking at the life that he had in mind for me and kind of where I see the future from this perspective. Not where I'm at right now, but the life that I see ahead of me now with his peace and all these things. That being the life that he wanted for me. And I'm sitting here goofing off and, and not being productive. I don't blame him for being mad. And I, I think that fight was real. But now looking back at it, that's that's more reassuring that. Even in what I thought, even when I thought I had walked away completely and he was nowhere right. to be found, he was still there. He was right. mad. Right. <laughs> he was letting well, me know. and I, I think it's kind of like you stop and think about it. And I, I know uh, as we're both dads, but uh, you know, I, 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 no offense, but I've been doing the dad thing a little longer. Mm -hmm. And there are times, and you'll you'll see it. You probably already have. There are times when your kids do some things that, especially as they get to be adults, that okay, I can't change that, but it sure does not. Boy, that just gets under my, it chaps my hands mm -hmm. under me. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I never stopped loving them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to treat them different. I'm not going to be, you know, uh, whether they got in trouble or they did something. And they're like, I taught you better than that. You know better than that. Mm -hmm. And But you still love them. And, you still, and you know, I had to, had to have a, talk, a time or two with, with several mm -hmm. of my kids when they did something. When they, you know, hey, we all go to college and we all did some stupid stuff in college. I told my mom this the other day. Um, it's kind of rant. And you, something else you'd say on the show, um, there's a difference between, I believe the word you used is worrying and concern. Concern. Yeah. That's it. I changed it slightly in my text to my mom, and then I heard it back in the show. I was like, oh, yeah, we said that. <laughs> but I told mom um, that I kind of learned how to how to care without worrying. Right. I like care better than concern. Because I care about all these things, yep. right? And that's the way you said it. You care about your children. You care about yeah. the world. You care about these things. I do care about all of it. I care about the pain that I see in other people's lives. I care about the pain in my life. I care about all of it. Right. But one of the things that I've had, a, I've been so terrible about this. And for for my <laughs> half of the audience, they're laughing at this thing and they're joking. Yeah, they've known this forever. But I'm so bossy and opinionated and telling people what they have to do and that you have, this is the way you need to do it. And I think I'm doing it for their, their good, right? right. I'm, I'm, and you know what? Maybe I'm right. It's not even about who, whether you're right or not. Nobody, even if I am seeing what God wants me to see, mm -hmm. nobody wants to be told how stupid they are and how wrong they are and be beaten down and all that kind of stuff. It's still encouragement. And then what you do is, I guess in that situation, you, you, I guess what I've been trying to do is, 
Share your opinion if it's asked for. Otherwise, don't. Unless it's, you know, it's, that's not black and white. But more or less, not a bad rule of thumb, probably, for, for someone like me. Yeah. Um, but even that's probably not, that rule of thumb is not a good rule of thumb for everybody. That's my personality. I got to hear against that, you know. That's it. And, but with within that, sometimes it's just understanding, like, I'm not going to change their mind. And there's no reason right. to, to pick a fight and make it look. I'm here to encourage and pray. And and then that really becomes your assignment for them is to pray for that person, to pray that God will work on their heart and work so. on seeing that. You're whatever. right. You're right. And I think oftentimes, too, and I think this is one of the things that uh, as far as being, uh, you know, walking with the Lord and helping others to walk in the Lord, uh, there's a there's a key word called tact. How, how do you go about telling someone or helping someone to see, hey, this this might be the way that that goes a long way. Because, yeah, I'll be the first to tell you. Uh, I had somebody the other day basically saying, I asked you for this. And I'm not going to ask you again. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I told him, I said, you know, a better response would have been, how is this going? Can you get this in to, to me? Mm-hmm. I, I would have been. I, and because of the way that the, I, the thing was sent, you ain't getting it at all now. Yeah. I mean, I, that's just me. But I, I did. But there's a part of me that's like, you know, we, we got to think about how we come across and how we, you know, always want to come across as kind and compassionate and loving. And, uh, you know, and again, that, that goes back to may Christ be seen in me. Yeah. You know, and and how we present ideas. See, and I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing. You know, hey, you might want to reth- rethink this, but you got to you got to present it in a way that and we can do that. I can I, I have to watch that. Yeah. As a pastor, I always want to preach a sermon to somebody. No, you got to stop that mm-hmm. and just. Be a friend and help them to see. Just present the truth. I, I can take you to the water. You got to drink it. Though. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think it's. I, I can imagine that being a really constant battle for you. That's because it's just. It's and you don't push them. Yeah, you present it. Yeah. And hey, if you're smart enough, you'll drink it. Even when we went back to the, the the episodes where we kind of talked about witnessing, even that was something that I totally misunderstood from church. And I don't want to. I feel a little bit bad picking on. People at church as much as I do. We kind of pick on the, the look. The people at church, there's a very good chance that they're not judging you nearly as much as you think they are, right? Yeah, I agree. That, I we agree. put some of that on ourselves, but I mean, there's a lot of great. I got a funny one here. A quick side story. So they're doing the David Jeremiah study on Thursday morning, and, yeah. and I looked at it. And I was like, "Oh, everything went on tomorrow. I'm gonna check that out. Whatever." I did not know what I was signing up for. Right, right, so I right, show up yeah. here. And you, I don't have to talk, you know who your Thursday morning 10 o'clock crowd is, right? So well, I get there, I'm looking around and say, well, I mean, this is fun. This will be cool. Yeah. But, I mean, they they were inviting me out. So the, the studies for an hour, and then after that, we're going to do, we, we get together and study groups after right. we watch the video. Yeah. And then we all go to Firehouse Subs, and I'm thinking, I like Firehouse Subs. I mean, we're just going to make this, and I just walk off my Thursdays. I and, I, and I think the average age of that, that group is probably, I mean, Thursday, 10 o'clock. That's yeah. what you got to think. You didn't think that one through. Yeah, it, but as soon as you go to Firehouse Subs. I didn't make the Firehouse okay. I only had an hour out of But I tell you what, they'd take, they take. Oh, they would. Oh, they, oh, they would. I felt terrible that I had to leave after the video, but I only had an hour blocked. I didn't know it was a day. But those, and you got to figure, hey, they got the time. But those are some, those are some sweet, sweet people. They are. I love and, them. And uh, I tell you what, you, you, if you did go there, man, you'd, you'd be like the mayor. They'd be wanting to, they, they treat you like, uh, 
like royalty. Well, I enjoyed it, and I actually, I'm going to put it on my, I don't think of anything on this Thursday yet, but I'm going to block it off for a current thing to try to make. Because it was a cool yeah. study, too. I enjoyed yeah. you know, what, what he was, uh, some of the things he covered on it. And I think that's one of the things. When we talk about the other 167, man, yeah, you, you, you might find church ain't as judgy as you think they are. Mm-hmm. Granted, some are. Oh, yeah. Shame <laughs> on but, but some are, hopefully, some are to the point of they understand, hey, I'm just as uh, humble and just as, except for the grace of God, man, I got nothing to judge you on. I ain't judging you. Yeah. Right, well, you know what? That's a good, this, this, this is a great way to close this up. Actually, yeah. I got to go in four minutes. Okay. Um, speaking of not being judged in churches. Yeah. How well do you remember the day I joined here? Uh, I, I mean, I think I remember it fairly well. Do you remember forgetting how many kids I had when we came up there? Yeah, I did. So this is funny. I was thinking about that the other day. Because oh, to, how to, many set the, you got? to set the story here, I had been, <laughs> I'd gone to Baptist, oh, to, uh, Baptist, Baptist Road, Road. Yeah. Heather and I were married. We had Gabe. We had Reese. Yep. Too. Yep. And then I didn't, now I did go to church some for a right. bit, but I didn't go over we, there. We, 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 we didn't talk we, we, we all much, yeah. Talked a couple of times, and I think at that point I had been coming here for again for about a year, but you and I probably only had a conversation maybe twice yeah. beyond just like a, hey, how are you, passing by, thing like that. And I remember we had a, a phone call one day. I was, mm-hmm, walking around in the, I was walking around in the sanctuary by myself yep. talking to you. That yep. was a, yeah. I remember we had a couple of those. So, so Christian probably came up at some point. But I hadn't really thought it couldn't have come and up more than once or twice. Yeah. And you've got such a large memory of me with just those two. Yeah, that's that it. So I, I I come up here during the invitation and I say I go to introduce you introduce yeah, me no, just exactly casually. This is Gary. He has two awesome, you know, great children. Can play golf. Can play golf. Yeah, <laughs> used to. Like Jeff Fox would say, I used to do it. Um, all right. So I, you said there's three. You know, has two children. Well. Yeah. I know you've not, but see, everybody else up there has seen me come in. I mean, with three? I, no, no. I was still seeing Christian's mom. Oh, okay. at the time. She has three. So I had a weird combination. It could be me and her th- three kids and ours. It could be me and my two and her three. I mean, so I'm sitting there thinking, I can't. Yeah, I you could have been there with as many as four or five. I could have been there with as many as six. Good, great. And I had to be. <laughs> so I'm sitting there at the front of this church in front of 200 people. And I'm thinking, I don't really want to have to correct yeah. him. Yeah. But everybody yeah. here is real confused about Wait, why. That got, man's got more youngest than the Brady Bunch. How's he coming to the Parker's family every week? And then two of them. So I had to correct oh, you. I said, and I just suddenly, I went, How many? Oh, I said, Three. Yeah. <laughs> now, now listen, love you like a brother, man. Constructive professional yeah. feedback, though. At that point, you I understand you didn't really know any difference. Yeah, I get that. But the the way to handle that, oh, yeah, that's, 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 I got it. You could have stuttered your way through. So do we have a motion, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I told you, we have a motion. Believe me. No, 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 no. Three? Not, not Pastor Ben. No. He goes, three. <laughs> where, 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 where'd that third one come from? I said, right now. What, really? Right now. <laughs> 200 Baptists. You didn't tell me about that. 200 Baptists that I know you're about to tell to come up here and shake my hand. You're going to lead up with <laughs> oh, that third man, one. So my wife gets on me all the time about quit being. She'll say, she'll say it something like this. You don't have to be so real that you say whatever comes on your mind. That's and right. it happens. <laughs> and I got to start that because I will. I mean, that, that young couple that joined this past uh, couple of weeks ago. That's what reminded me of it. You ain't got anything <laughs> you want to do. told me. We're getting married. I'm like, you ain't got anything you want to do now, Steve? 
I mean, here's a great chance, man. You can guess. And uh, I got to stop that. That's, that's uh, man. I'm that's gonna, what reminded me of it. I hadn't, I I hadn't thought about that the other day when you did that. And you did it. I thought, he did it. Yeah. <laughs> we could create a highlight reel of your stuff. <laughs> Keaton, our, uh, our IT guy, he is very good at whether when we do uh, like a podcast or, yeah. or uh, I've got one I'm doing right now called uh, Who Died and Made You King, where we're looking at the kings of Israel. And, uh, man, there are so many outtakes and things I'll say. And, I, and he's got a – and then when, they, when I preach and I get kind of – oh, he, he loves it. Oh, he, He's putting together hot because I told him I said, "Here's what I want at my funeral. I want you to put together a highlight reel of my greatest moments when I was going off." And he said, "No, I've got something better." And he showed me something. I say, "I was like, oh my lord, I'm terrible. I got to stop that." So quit being, yeah. And you get up there and you get to talking to people and just, ah, I'm sorry about that, man. Golly. Well, I want to close on this though. The, the funny thing about it was that even after the fact, like. I, I responded back to what you said, and I gave a very, I gave a very direct answer. Um, yeah. I said, I'll tell you exactly where it came from. But they all, <laughs> they all like were laughing at it. Everybody came up with super cool. Like, it, it's, it wasn't a big deal to them, no. right? It, but then that goes back to your pride. I was the only one in the room who cared. <laughs> that was just funny. That was just it. It was again not but, the two, but you could have stumbled off. No, no, no. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, tell me more about this. I'm intrigued. Yeah. After yeah. church magazine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I got to go get him. So I'll Brother. see you later. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs>